All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a duo, a pair of brothers who have been playing together for quite some time, building a name for themselves, but they recently made the decision to make a shift inside their sound, inside of their style, breaking out into the world of a country music, and they have been making a quite the name was some big sound and of course today we are joined by brian or brad and ryan of flasher how's it going today gentlemen very good how are you <laughs> doing a very a very well myself and as you can tell maybe a little flustered maybe a little excited to dive into your guys's latest single here today yeah absolutely all right awesome so of course before we get to that point i want to know a little bit more about the group and otherwise and like i mentioned you guys recently decided to go through a little bit of a uh, style change just about two years ago sort of taking that break into the country world so before we jump into the new single i need to know what has it sort of been like to get into this new um era of flasher you know, we, so back in uh, 2018, we were actually artists in the CMI artist entrepreneurship program. And uh, that's actually when we made the the mental shift is that's when we decided country music was more of a, was going to be our home. So um, yeah, it was all kind of in the works since then. And in 2020, we released our, our debut country single, Flat Broke Famous. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been awesome. The way it kind of like sparked, I, I guess, we should say too, is um, living in the biggest uh, city in all of Canada for a couple months, being born and raised Alberta boys. That's really like when you're in the biggest city, <laughs> you start to realize just how much you miss the mountains and how much you miss, uh, you know, going for a drive in your truck and that kind of thing. Because um, there, there's, there's not as many trucks at all, like in Toronto. There's not many trucks and, and, um, there's, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, there's concrete all around you and we were taking transit everywhere. So we really missed cranking up the radio, going for a drive. And, uh, that's, and as we shared stories with those that we were there with is really when we just, when we started settling into this idea that actually our roots are starting to show. And, uh, it was it's kind of, it was really um, inspiring coming back too. Because all of a sudden you're like, you're back in Calgary and seeing all like the fields all everywhere around and being able to drive out to the country. That's where we like to actually write a lot of our songs because we're, you know, five minutes from, from gravel here. And so, yeah, we, it was really inspiring coming back. It, it kind of uh, sparked a lot of ideas for songs. Okay. Yeah, probably I can, someone who was raised on a farm, I can imagine being in Toronto trying, where's the closest gravel road that looked at you like <laughs> the what? <laughs> those exist still what <laughs> uh that's fantastic so it was maybe a little bit of that uh homesick five that realizing where you came from that maybe inspired this shift then yeah yeah exactly yeah and family boys and, and missing family and yeah awesome music about all right so it took a little bit two years sort of to get to the country shift to finally make like you said that first single came out with flat broke famous so of course i want to know 
is someone who had been playing around as a pair who had been playing around in bands for quite some time, built up quite an audience. What was sort of the uh, feedback for this shift in energy? Well, we, I guess uh, throughout all of our teens, we were playing as like a cover rock band, essentially. And we did release a little bit of rock music, of course. But um, more than anything, what we found when we were playing corporate shows and weddings and that kind of thing, we're, we're really making connections with people through music period. And, and these people, they became fans of more of who we are than even the music itself, I think. And that's something that we're very proud of. We, we call our fans, the Fleischer fam, basically. And, and that's really what it is. Like we've got people that hired us for a wedding like five years ago that are still still like right on our uh, comments and that kind of thing and really supporting us in our journey. And we just, our goal is simply to bring all of our, our Fleischer fam the best music we can. And, and uh, we're excited about it. I, I think that was a big part of it too. I think people, yeah, kind of what Brad was saying, they were following, they wanted to follow the journey um, almost more than anything. They were like, I, I see what you guys are doing. And I like, I think, I think you got something there maybe. So like <laughs> people wanted to kind of keep up with that. And, um, and yeah, they, it was a, it was an interesting shift to make back in 2020, but we, we did get a lot of really good feedback. And it's been so. great since like we've had a lot of, a lot of, you know, gravel under the tires since too. <laughs> Absolutely. Kicking rocks, kicking up some dust, hitting those trails. And you guys have released three singles in the genre so far. That aforementioned first one in 2020 and then two in 2021. And of course, now that we're in 2022, we're getting to single number four here with Fleischer with this latest track, A Wild One. So from what I can see, it seems like there's quite a bit of a, a songwriting team behind this track. So exactly how does it end up inside of the Fleischer hands? How does it, you guys end up bringing it to life? What was the studio experience like? Take me behind this magic. Well, um, yeah, this was the first, this is the first song that uh, we're, we've caught and released that um, we weren't writers on. And that's, that's a little bit of a, a different kind of thing. But it's kind of exciting too, and um, you know, uh, Tebe was a writer on it. Um, Emma Lee, as well as uh, Karen Kosowski. Um, so, uh, yeah, great heavy hitting songwriters, and um, it's just a great song. So uh, basically, uh, we had a list of songs that were kind of pitched to us, and we just kind of read through the list and um and listen to them and listen to like demos demos yeah so you listen to like quick quick recordings i guess and um yeah there's a few that stuck out i guess but this one just we loved how universal it felt and like describing that girl that's just she's there and but she's like you just can't you can't hold on to her right we've all been there the one that gets away right uh you try you try as much as you may but uh you know it's it's difficult yeah uh fantastic so of course you guys mentioned um this is the first song that you guys didn't actually write yourself and i know that you've 
played covers before, but that's a little bit of a different idea. So were you guys a little bit um, maybe intimidated, maybe a little like terrified to step into a different world of playing somebody else's songs? It's interesting. I think I was absolutely shocked as to how it very quickly feels like your own song anyway. Yeah. Um, especially like if you're picking a song because you love it and you because you can relate to it and you, and you tell your own story through it, it just really becomes someone else puts the window there and, and you're just seeing the world through it. You know what I mean? It's, it's still, it's still you. There is in some way, there is like, a, you know, a little bit of pressure, you know, thinking of the the songwriters behind it, you want to do the song justice. Right. But of course, of course that obviously comes with writing your own songs as well. So it's not, it's not really anything out of what we're, um, what we're used to. Uh, we're used to a little bit of that pressure, but, um, but yeah, no, it was really, it was really cool to, uh, to kind of see that side of it. Awesome. Awesome. And of course you guys also got to work with a heavy hitter in the studio as well with uh, Dan Swimmer. So what exactly did Dan bring to this song? What maybe did you pick up from him? What did you learn? Yeah. Um, Dan is, uh, just a phenomenal dude. Um, I think it's absolutely phenomenal how he can, he's got a lot of humility. Um, like he's, he's a great mentor in that way. He's got a lot of, you know, a lot of a wealth of knowledge. That guy's very, very smart and uh, very humble. And he's a family man. And like, he'll tell you stories of like some of the people he's met and it's, um, but yeah, he leaves room for you to shine, which is cool too. Like, especially as a artist, like you believe in yourself um, very deeply, but um, as a beginning, like new in your, like at the beginning in your career, I guess you can say, where you haven't had that commercial uh, success to the extent of uh, some other artists. It's really nice to be in a room with somebody that lets you, uh, lets you grow and lets you shine, even though they've had a lot of success themselves. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's art, right. And he, he's very, um, he's very willing to, to, to listen and like, Hey, what, what ideas do you guys have? Like, you know what I mean? And he'll maybe like, see if he can build off of that or whatever else. And cause we're all just a team trying to work together and make the best product we can. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Putting those good vibes, that good energy, those good sounds out inside of the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. And of course, we're talking about uh, a little bit of a wild things here as well, talking about a little bit of learning. And of course, you have been able to have the opportunity to take part in uh, Alberta's a Project Wild, which is uh, quite the course, quite the... Um, well, once again, a project that takes a lot of different various artists and gives them various tools, various um, things to learn, to take, to apply to their career. So what has it been like to be able to be a part of this project? And maybe once again, what are some of the things that you have learned from it? Well, um, we were very, very humbled to be part of the top 12. Um, we're in there with some, some artists that, uh, all of the artists are an inspiration and, um, it, it's been quite the process. It's uh, it's not a typical 
kind of one of those contests that you enter as a musician. You enter so many throughout your life. It's just kind of, especially in the beginning. And, um, but this, this one is just different in so many ways. And, uh, there, there is a lot of growth for sure. Uh, it really puts you on a fast track to growing a team of your own, um, surrounds you with people that are dedicated, uh, and, um, just, uh, really, really pushes you to step into your own lane and own it. And, uh, couldn't be more excited to be a part of it. Yeah, it's, it's been absolutely phenomenal. It is pretty amazing how, you know, like we're cuz you know, we we've been we've been doing this for a while, I guess, right? And we um, you know, you're thinking you're working before and then all of a sudden something gets dropped on your plate and you're like, "Okay, here we go," right? This is gonna, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, we it it's been it's it's no slouch, that's for sure. It's a pretty heavy uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot to it. You know, there's challenges, there's reports that you have to do at the end. And um, obviously the competition is pretty. <laughs> well, and, and the live showcase and, yeah. um, and the challenges, there's the charity, the merchandise piece, creative collaboration, and um, the intro video. So yeah, a lot to get done. It is cool though. I like, you know, it is a competition, but um obviously there's been challenges with the pandemic um, as far as not being able to do certain pieces that we were, um, that we were planning and the committee was planning to do, but it is pretty cool though. Like through all that, we, we still do feel like a bit of a family, you know, we're, we're supporting each other, all the artists in there. It's, it's not just, um, it's not purely competitive. It's very supportive and everyone obviously is gunning for the, the prize money, but everyone wants, each other to succeed as well so camaraderie hey, camaraderie and probably a little bit of collaboration as well right yes, there's a lot of collaboration yeah. as well yeah hey creating uh lasting relationships inside of the music industry so that you guys can all grow together succeed together and you know just uh it's very beautiful how that all comes together yes yeah. canada yeah. in general has a lot of talent and um and it's nice, uh, Alberta, uh, like uh, as far as Project Wild is, it's obviously Alberta based, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really cool to see. Awesome. Awesome. And another beautiful thing that you guys have uh, recently had the opportunity to take part in, you mentioned charity inside of uh, that recent answer there. And one thing mm -hmm. that you guys recently did take the opportunity to do was to host a live show entitled One More Light, where you raised some funds for some local uh, mental health initiatives. So what was it like to put this event on? And what was sort of the importance to yourself? So what was the driving force behind making this decision? Um, so uh, my uh, best friend of 13 years took his own life in the beginning of January 2021. And, uh, the, the moment it happened, well, not the moment it happened. Uh, like it took me a long time to pick myself up, up off the floor, to be honest. It's, uh, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that losing your best friend to that is devastating. It is. And, uh, so yeah, I guess it wasn't long after that though, that we started talking about the idea of doing some kind of charity event, like a, a fundraiser for um, 
for an organization that strives to prevent suicide. And um, yeah, I guess when when Project Wild came around and and uh, one of the challenges was a charity event, it was kind of a no brainer. Our cousin also took his life in 2015, 2015, I believe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's just something that I think we need to shed more light on. And that's what one more light is all about is shedding one more light out in the world, uh, giving one more light of hope. It's one more light at the end of the tunnel. Um, every January we plan on doing it, uh, right around blue Monday, the most depressing day of the year. We're very optimistic and bright people in general um we're, but at the same time uh we're very realistic and uh yeah there's some stuff that sometimes people need to talk about a little bit and uh shed some light on so that's what one more light was all about very proud of how it went and looking forward to doing it again and uh raising a glass yeah we for had those people we had overwhelming support from um friends family in the community uh, with that event, which was really exciting to see. Um, we hosted that at the King Eddie in Calgary here and, um, yeah, raised almost 4,000 bucks. Um, but even more than that, it was, uh, it was just about kind of just bringing people together to support each other. And, um, yeah. And just, and, um, like Brad said, just, it was all about awareness and, um, and yeah, but I, I'm, I am really glad we got to support the distress center. Um, yes. And, well, uh, so. our sponsor thumbs up foundation, amazing people there, um, uh, that helped us put on that event. Wow. Um, bravo, uh, for, Thank you, I appreciate that. That's, um, the inspiration behind that incredibly powerful. I'm so very sorry for the losses that you have had inside of your world, but the fact that you've taken that and you've putting it forward towards trying to create that positive change inside of your community. Um, I hope that you have the ability to continue to run these events and you yourselves continue to be uh, illuminating live lights inside of lives around you. Thank you very much. That means a lot. Thank you. All right. Well, I have had a blast chatting so far here today. I have one last question for the both of you. Are you ready for it? Love it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So we have talked about this progression into country music here, sort of building through it, what it's been like, the reception, getting to this new single, Wild One. And now what I would like to know is through this time, through this past two years now, how has this time helped you to grow as individuals or what has it taught you about yourselves? Well, there's, you know, there's, there's times as brothers where you, you aren't going to get along. <laughs> Just, you know, in case you didn't know. <laughs> but, um, but we, uh, there's been a lot of, um, a lot of success in, in our relationship even lately, just between each other and, and how we're able to push through, um, through challenges um, and more efficiently. Yeah. We've been, we've been working better together than I think we ever have. And that and, will continue to grow. And that's, yeah, that's exciting to me. You know, it's just, yeah, just building um, in, in multiple aspects, right. Building, building the com career um, and just strengthening um, our, you know, brother relationship and business relationship. 
Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's been also great. Like we played a lot of live shows when we were in our teens and, and through our early twenties. And, uh, I think in the last couple of years, we really had a chance to, uh, stop running around and stay put and focus on your business. And, um, it's just come leaps and bounds and we are, we're, we're here for a good time. It's going to be great. Hey, like we said earlier, you got to have a little bit of business in the front, a little bit of party in the <laughs> back, baby. Got to have a good time while still getting things done. And I have had a blast getting things done, having this conversation, diving behind your latest single, Wild Ones, which the listeners can go and find right now on their favorite music streaming service. Brad, Ryan, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on today's episode of the DTP. You bet. Thanks so much, Colton. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, ambush. I know that you, you yourselves are a bunch of wild ones. So you definitely want to go ahead and check out this track from Flacher, this new single of that exact title, Wild Ones, by opening up your favorite music streaming service. You're going to type Flacher into that search bar and you are going to jam on out to this new single while you're there. You're going to hit follow. You're also going to go ahead and might as well check out the other three singles that Flacher has released over these past couple of years. Might as well go ahead and follow them on social media as well so that you can stay up to date in the know with everything that's going on in Brad and Ryan's world. And I have to thank Brad and Ryan, the duo known as Flasher, for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. We have to thank the incredible Laura from over at Strut Entertainment for setting today's interview up. We need to thank German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. Last but not least, we need to thank you, the Ambush, the audience, for tuning on in today. If you've yet to join up with the Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP. And you can also share this episode, give us a five-star review, and you can also head on over to www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that your beautiful face goes. And with that, it's about time we have our final bye-bye of today, but not before I tell you to go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. And until next time, Ambush, bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.